We danced in the morning when the world was begun. We danced in the moon and the stars and the sun. We came down to earth to dance with us all. In Bethlehem we had our birth. Dance then wherever you may be. Dance with the Lord, said the Lord, said we. You lead you all wherever you may be and will lead you all in the dance, said we. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. May the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, in union with the Holy Spirit be with each and every one of you. Well, here we are. One of my favorite Sundays in the calendar year. Over the years, I've always, uh, well, actually, for many, many years, I didn't think too much of the Trinity. I was loose about Jesus or the Father, but sometimes the Holy Spirit gets sort of lost in the mix sometimes. But the, actually, um, anybody uh, know how long ago that the word Trinity actually was used? It was actually back in the second century. That was before, that was after Christ ascended and the Holy Spirit came down 200 years. And it was used by an uh, a, uh, older church father named Tertullian who coined the phrase Tunitatis, Trinity, Trinity, three in one. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And there's a, there's a, a book that, uh, and there's one of my other spiritual fathers who's still with us. His name is Father Richard Rohr. He's a Franciscan monk and priest, and you've heard me mention him before. He wrote a book a, few, a number of years ago called The Divine Dance. Hence, you know, I took a little liberties with that Shaker hymn. It's supposed to read, you know, it's supposed to be, I danced in the morning in the hymn, you know, we, you know. But I'm really talking about we as the Holy Trinity, yes, but we as God's family. We as the mystical body of Christ, we need to dance with the Lord. And it's always funny, I always felt that the, the Mass that we come to every day if you wanted to, but really on Sundays, when we come in as community, as communion, as the family of Christ and our Father and the Holy Spirit, it's really sort of a dance. Let's think about it. Just think, you walk in, you dip your hand in the holy water, you bless yourself, you come down, you genuflect, you go into your, into your pews, you pray on your knees for a while, and then you'll go sit down for a while, and then the Mass begins. We have the procession in, we have the cross, the candles, maybe a deacon, the priest. They come in, it's that opening processional song and hymn that Frankie sang so well with all of you, but you participated. It's a dance, and you come in, and we do the opening penitential rite, and we sit and we listen to the word of God. 
And we respond back and forth, don't we? The Lord be with you and with your spirit. All those types of, it's sort of like a dance. It's sort of like choreography. It's a beauty of the church. The beauty of the mass is are not only that we come together on Sundays, but to be a community that can connect with our God on a very personal level. So the mass continues, and there's more choreography. We have the homilist. We have the, you know, our own creed where we state whose and who we are in relationship to God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Because that's why we cross ourselves, right? That's a reminder of what Christ did for us on the cross. And, but this dance continues. And so we, by the time we get to communion and we come together and we walk down the aisles and we come basically to the altar to receive the body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord, we are in a dance that we have been invited to. We have been invited to this. question is, do we show? Do we participate? Not just sit and listen. That's a part of it, but we participate. We are part of the choreography. We're part of the dance. Now, there's, a, there's when I'm also, over the years, I've learned to spend some time in silence and solitude and contemplation and prayer. And there's, a, there's an image that I really love. Uh, Kyle, would you put that up for me, please? Uh, this is an icon of, it's called the Trinity icon. By Anybody know who the, uh, the writer or the painter was for the Trinity icon? It was, uh, he made it in, he actually painted it or wrote it in about the 13th, 14th century. His name was Andrei Rublev. He was a Russian artist, Russian iconographer, and he created that. It's his image of, this is in the Old Testament when, remember when the three men visited Abraham under the oak tree in Mamre and had a conversation with him. And he said that while they could have been angels, it was more like when they were talking to Abraham, they were actually talking to God. So he said three in one, this is obviously the 13th century, but on the left-hand side is God the Father in particular type of colorful robes. And then there's God the Son in the middle with the sky and the earth tone colors. And then there's the Holy Spirit. And they're sitting around a table. They're sitting around, it looks like it could be an altar. Because in the middle of it, there's that chalice-looking bowl, that gold chalice. And according to the history behind this, there's roasted lamb in that chalice. The lamb of God. And there's a, a circle that you can see. There's much more in this icon. In fact, the, if you're on the, uh, the email list for the church, you'll get this on tomorrow morning that I sent out on that Monday Moments with a, long ex with a couple of page explanation. And you can click on that and go in and download that PDF or read it on your computer. It gives you background on this icon. But the really important thing is that when he's, we've got this table of the Lord, 
Three persons, one God. And you can see God the Father on the left pointing, his fingers are pointing really to the Son. And then you see the Son in the middle, his fingers are pointing to the Holy Spirit. And then the Holy Spirit is pointing back, sort of looks like he's pointing back to the, the chalice with the roasted lamb, the lamb of God. But if you take a hard look at where his fingers are pointing, you see that opening in the front of that And there's, the tradition is that when he originally created the icon, there was a mirror in that opening. That's the invitation. You see there's space around the table for me, for you, for all who want to participate in the communion, the fellowship, the love, the compassion, the care of Christ. Because that mirror then reflects who? Who is me reflecting? Yourself. Yourself. That's where, that's where we get offered. There's opening. There's a spot right at the table. Just as always, there's a spot and an opening here for anyone who walks through the doors of St. Raphael the Archangel. And hopefully every single church in the world has always welcome opening. Do you see your face in that mirror? And Bishop uh, Robert Barron says that, you know, we'll never really be able to see your face in that mirror until you, we all quit the ego drama that is in our world. The ego drama. We write it, we produce it, we direct it, we star in it, we are the ego drama. That's what the world tells you to be, the ego Bishop Barron says, take the ego out of the middle, edging God out, ego drama, and put Theo, the God, in the middle of your lives. Then it becomes a Theo drama where God writes what's happening and you participate. You're not the star, and I'm not the star but the Lord is at the center. Because if you can put Lord at the center of your life, you know, those of you who are able to do it on, on perhaps just a daily basis like me, I can't do it every time, but when we can put the Lord in the middle, everything radiates out from that. Your personal lives will be better. Your spiritual lives will be better. And that relationship, it's all about relationship. So this day that we have, that we celebrate once a year, Holy Trinity Sunday should be celebrated every time we come to Mass because you can't separate the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. They are three persons, one God, and they are in communion with you. You are the adopted children of God. By Jesus' example of giving himself totally to the will of the Father, totally to the will of the Father, sacrificing his own life for the Father and for others, we become even closer in relationship with our God. And that's all we really need to do. That's all God is asking us to do, is to be his children, accept what Jesus offered each and every one of us, eternal life. He died, he rose, he ascended, he sent the Holy Spirit Pentecost and says all you have to do is say 
Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. So when you come to the table of the Lord today at communion, when you dance down the aisles, because you should feel that in your heart. You should feel that music playing that is the Lord inside of your spirit because the Lord put the soul there for you, put the spirit, he sent the Holy Spirit down to combine with your spirit for the rest of your lives and dance. Dance with your heart. And I don't want you to dance down the aisles. If you really feel like it, you, you can. But remember that it's all about a relationship with our God. It's all about being in communion with each other and with the world where we give the greatest glory to God. A life fully lived in the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We danced in the morning when the world was begun. We danced in the moon and the stars and the sun. We came down from heaven and we danced on earth at Bethlehem. We had our birth. Dance, dance, wherever you may be. Ah, we are the Lord of the dance, said we. We lead you all wherever you may be, and we'll lead you all in the dance, said we.